Welcome to the Pioneer Podcast, telling the user-submitted stories of pioneers of Utah and the American West as collected by the Sons of Utah Pioneers. This episode of the Pioneer Podcast is an audio file generated by a Pioneer biography submitted to us at pioneerstories.org, a webpage of the Sons of Utah Pioneers. We invite you to share your family Pioneer stories too, by going to pioneerstories.org and clicking the red submit button. Your story will also become a part of this podcast, where it can be shared with other family members as well. Now, here is our pioneer story. This episode is about Mary Hibbert. As reported by Mary's daughters Mary and McNeil, Alice Gatliff, and Rose Rasmussen. Submitted by Deloy F. Johnson. About July 4, 1857. William took his four-year-old daughter, Mary Ann, and went to St. Louis, Missouri where his mother, Mary Smith Dale lived. He was to find work and be near her as she was reportedly alone. William's wife, Mary stayed with a member family in New York until she had means to travel. Mary said she left the following year to join William and Mary Ann. The following year Hannah was born to them at Cheltenham, St. Louis, Missouri. On May 31, 1858, they were living in St. Louis when the Civil War broke out in 1861. About June 2, 1862, T. Hay took a steamboat up the Missouri River to Florence, Nebraska, where they remained for six weeks. Mary said while they were living there, they lived under a united order. They were living in a mud thatched cabin or lean to which William was helping to build for the migrants. T. Hay were instructed to help plant crops for the forthcoming migration. She said William reported he had nothing to plant or the wherewith to obtain sufficient to plant. Then one day several individuals came and handed off a handful of corn or grain until we had sufficient to sparingly plant on the assigned area. While living in this mud-thatched cabin, Mary said she was alone during the day as many of the men had taken work at outlying farms or on the docks. Their cabin was some distance from any community. She said she did laundry, crochet, tatting, and sewing for others. It was on one of those days when suddenly an Indian fell into her cabin holding his belly. She could see his belly had been slashed open exposing his entrails. Mary said she never was frightened. She said a total calm came over her and she felt she was being directed to help this man. She could tell he was not a Sioux as his wear and cuttings were not the same as she had seen around the area. She said she went to the nearby corrals and secured several strands of horsehair. When she returned she put them in her hot teapot. Then with her two sewing needles she did a straight line stitch from one end of the laceration to the other, on both sides pulling his belly back together. When she finished he got up and left and was never seen there by any persons. Thanks for listening to the Pioneer Podcast. We would like to invite you to subscribe to and share this podcast with others. Also, please leave us a review at the iTunes store that helps us more than anything else. If you would like access to more content and information about our Pioneer history, join us at su.p.online.org, the online community of the Sons of Utah Pioneers. That's s. U.p.online.org
Goodbye until next time. From your friends at the Sons of Utah Pioneers.